Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Tuesday, September the 28th. And today, we begin... The biggest Philadelphia Phillies series in a decade since September of 2011 or October of 2011 when they were actually in the playoffs. Tonight, Phillies, Braves, it is the biggest series we have seen in this city. Yeah, obviously, they're not in this city technically, but, but with a Phillies team in a decade. The stakes couldn't be higher now, obviously. The Phillies sitting at two and a half back heading into this series are not quite where we want them to be. The, the odds are certainly not in their favor. If you look really anywhere, whether it's fan graphs or baseball reference or or you know any of these predictor sites, it's anywhere from 10 to 12% chance the Phillies make the playoffs. They've given them essentially a 10 to 12% chance to, to sweep the Braves. And, and let's be honest, that's what they have to do. The Phillies have to sweep the Braves. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's what it is. If you look how this shakes out, the Phillies are, are two and a half games back of the Braves heading into the series. Each team has a three-game series after. The Phillies go to Miami to play the Marlins. The Braves are at home against the Mets. Then, if necessary, the Phillies and Rockies have a made-up game to be played. That's where that half game comes from. So if it has to happen, that game will be played, I, I would assume, Monday after the season. Next Monday, uh, a one-game and then if the Rockies, of course, depending on whether they win or lose, so on and so forth. But the way you look at it and, and the way that, you know, is, is frustrating is that even if the Phillies sweep the Braves, let's say they make it happen. They do the unthinkable and they sweep the Braves. They would end the, the Braves series, this upcoming series, a half game up on the Braves with both teams having a three-game series left. So let's just say, for the sake of argument, that both teams sweep. The Braves sweep the Mets. The Phillies sweep the Marlins. Let's say that happens. Then we go into the last day of the season, uh, you know, game 163, so to speak, even though it is 162, but the day after the season with the Phillies with a half-game lead on the Braves, the Braves would play the Rockies in Atlanta. If Atlanta wins that game, we got a one-game playoff. So so the crazy thing that could happen again, it, it won't likely happen this way, and even if the Phillies sweep the Braves, the likelihood that both teams go and sweep their next opponent too is, you know, up in the air. But even if the Phillies win out, there is a scenario where they still would have to play a one-game playoff, which is pretty crazy. But, but, if the Phillies win out, they will at least play a one-game playoff. And honestly, all you need is the Mets to win one game or the Rockies to win a game, and you're in. 
So, and again, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves with the winning out with the Phillies when they have three games against the Marlins left. We all know it's like the most, uh, from a poetic standpoint, right? It doesn't get more poetic than the Phillies having a chance to make the playoffs and ending the season in Florida against the Marlins for three, right? I mean, we know. We've been there. This is our cross to bear, so to speak. But all we can worry about right now is this Brave series and and what they can do there. And, and again, what they have to do is sweep because even if they win two or three, they're one and a half back. Again, with the Braves having a game in hand, so you would need the Braves to lose multiple games against the New York Mets or the Rockies, and that's just unlikely. You know, it is unlikely that that is going to happen. So you really need to handle business. You need to sweep this series, and I know that is a lofty goal. It is a high expectation to ask this Phillies team to go in there, but... Unfortunately, that's what that 6 nothing loss on Sunday was. That's what that led into. If they win that game, they're one and a half back, and it's a very, very different situation. But as it is, you're two and a half back heading into this series, you have to sweep. <laughs> it's tough, man. It is frustrating. It is a, a tough spot. But, but, and again, if we throw out last year, which is what I do, because I think last year was a sham, 60-game season, eight teams make the playoffs. It wasn't baseball. So you throw that out when they... Had a chance to make the playoffs, but we all remember how that was and, and how we felt about that team and all that. But you throw that out, like, this is the closest we've been in a long time. A decade since the Phillies have been sitting here on September 28th with a real chance to make the playoffs. And again, it is a small chance. But the Phillies have a real chance to make the playoffs, and September's about to end. You know, that's exciting. That's progress. You know, win one game and we're over 500 for the first time in a decade. I mean, that alone is, is something. But but we really want to see this team handle business. Go into Atlanta and beat the Braves, you know, and, and beat them three straight. And again, it is a, a lot to ask. It is a lot to ask, but unfortunately, it's it's what we have to ask. It's what we have to ask of this team. And, and think about it this way. If they do sweep the Braves, think about the excitement around this team Potentially heading into the playoffs. Again, you know, the the classic 2021 Philly scenario is, you know, we know what this team has been, the ups and downs, the getting beat down, the gut punch losses, the as we've talked about the last few days, so many moments and games and series that we can point back to this year and say if that had gone differently like it should have, if that had gone differently, if that had gone differently, we're not even concerned right now. We're in the playoffs. We're we're winning this division. Um so even with all that in mind, you know, it does, you know, the most 2021 Phillies outcome is is they sweep the Braves and then lose two or three of the Marlins or something, right? I mean, that's that's you know, <laughs> the ultimate cup punch. But um, all we could do is worry about the Braves first. And again, you know, having a sweep is a tough spot, and, and it's not easy. It's tough matchups here. Is the, the pitching matchups the next three days tonight, Zach Wheeler against Charlie Morton. Obviously, you feel good anytime Zach Wheeler's on the hill tomorrow night. Aaron Nola against Max Freed. Freed coming off pitching to Maddox. Yeah, you don't feel good about that one. And then Ian Anderson against Kyle Gibson in Game 3. Just for some reference sake on on the seasons those pitchers are having this year. As Again, it's not easy. Like, if the Braves, and look, they could. You know, the Braves, like the Phillies, set their their pitching schedule up to, to be able to kind of maximize this, this series with Wheeler in Game 1. And, you know, you would hope it's Ranger in Game 2, but it's Nola the way it works out, of course. But... Um, this is who the Braves would want on the hill for this series, too. You know, if they could pit any three guys, these are their three best pitchers. Charlie Morton, 13-6 and six on the season with a 3-5-3 ERA. He's had a really nice season for them. Uh, a 1.06 whip, that's phenomenal. You know, very, very, very good. 
Um, he's done a nice job for them. Charlie Morton, we know Charlie's a good pitcher. He's tough, uh, tough to face. He's got 203 strikeouts and 176 innings this year. It's been fantastic. So Charlie Morton, game one against Wheeler, that's a tough one. It's a tough start, man. And then Max Fried, who's you know, had some injury issues this year, but is is their best pitcher, I think, talent-wise. 13-7 and seven this year. He's got a 3-1-2 ERA on the season. Um, he has uh, 152 strikeouts and 158 innings. He only 41 walks. He's been great. He's been really, really good for them, a 1.10 whip. You know, he's been a, a really good pitcher for them this year and is a really good pitcher and is a tough lefty. The Phillies have had problems with Max Fried in the past. Tough matchup going against Aaron Nolan. We'll dive into these matchups more than Ian Anderson. Uh, Ian Anderson also has missed a little bit of time here and there, but uh, eight and five with a three six zero ERA on the season. You know, all three guys ERA is under four. You can't say that for the Phillies guys. They're going. Uh, he has been very good for them. Ian Anderson, one hundred and twenty two strikeouts and one hundred and twenty two innings. Again, you know, this is this is how the Braves would set it up. This is how they want to set it up. These are their guys. So, um. A lot riding on this matchup, this series, and obviously you feel great with Wheeler going tonight, but man, does Zach Wheeler have to win tonight? He has to set this series off right. I mean, it's over before it starts if you don't, and then, man, Aaron Nola against Max Reed tomorrow. That's the one I look at, and, you know, I blanch, so to speak. I, You know, if I had to go into this and say which one of these games they most likely to lose, it would be that one for obvious reasons. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how you could go into a game expecting Aaron Nola to pitch well in a September game right now. I just... Oh, how you could do it. You know, I, I just feel zero, literal zero confidence with that guy on the hill in a big spot in a big moment. And, um, you know, who knows? Maybe Nola goes out and surprises. Maybe it's a little hotter down there in Atlanta. We know he likes the heat. Who knows? But um, it, it's concerning. You know, you would have hoped that that maybe the Braves rotation get a little knocked up and, and you could face one of their lesser starters, even though, you know, the other guy's been good too. Huasker and Noah's been solid enough for them. You know, Drew Smiley, it'd be fun to face Drew Smiley, but... Sadly, not the way that things are going to shake out. So, you know, one of those situations where you, to be the best, you got to beat the best, right? Ric Flair once said that. In this case, it's it's damn true. You know, and again, not the best overall. You know, to be the best, you got to beat the best in the playoffs. The Dodgers, the Giants, the real best teams. We are talking about the best of the worst, as it is by far the worst division in baseball and the most winnable division in baseball. But in this case, in this series, you know, you're going to face the Braves' three best starters. So, and without Ranger going, you don't have your three best starters going. So, you know, going in, you have a bit of a disadvantage. Now, the other part of it is the bats. And this Phillies offense has not been there when you need it. Uh, We'll get into what the Phillies need to do from a a Braves offensive perspective. Um, They've done a really nice job of of weathering some big losses. You know, obviously, Ronald Acuna Jr. tears his ACL earlier in the season. One of the best players in the sport, legitimately a top five player in the sport. That's a massive loss. They lost Marcelo Zuna to the domestic violence case. Um, He is gone for the year as well. He was one of their best hitters, Um, really two of their three best hitters. Um, And some guys have really picked up the slack. I mean, obviously, Freddie Freeman, just just another awesome season. Coming off his MVP year, Freddie's slash line, 300, 393, 509, 902 OPS, batting 300. You know, it's just... Like a metronome, Freddie Freeman. 31 homers on the season. He's been awesome. He's been awesome. He hasn't been quite as good as last year, but pretty damn close. Like another phenomenal season. Freddie Freeman, also a guy who's won big games, who's you know been the face, or the, the head of this kind of Braves run that they've had, which has been multiple years running, winning the division, playing in playoff games, knowing what it takes to win these games. So 
Freddie Freeman scares you. Ozzie Albies having an amazing season as Ozzie Albies uh, just hit his 30th homer of the season. Ozzie Albies has 30 home runs and 103 RBI on the season. Getting that out of your second baseman is just such a massive, massive win for your team. Scored 99 runs. Ozzie Albies has been incredible. Danzy Swanson having another nice year for them. You know, Swanson has has, uh, struggled somewhat offensively, but a lot of pop. 27 homers from your shortstop. That'll play. And then Austin Riley, who uh, has blossomed this year for them. Slash line of 303, 369, 530, and 899 OPS. Again, betting 303 as 32 home runs and 100 RBI on the season. You know, Austin Riley's like one of those guys who's, you know, will get MVP votes. You know, he's not with the, the Harper Soto to tease tier, but he's that next year down. You know, and I've been a critic of Austin Riley in the past. What a magical season that guy's had, and and you just got to respect him. You got to respect it. 32 homers, 100 RBI, 303 average. It's a pretty damn good season from where I'm sitting. And then they've went out and made some moves that have really helped bolster this lineup after losing guys. You know, the two big ones that stand out getting, I mean, Jorge Soler and, and really Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall, who they went and traded for from the Marlins, Adam Duvall's season has just been unbelievable for them. He has hit 16 home runs with the Braves this season, uh, as he also added another 22 with Marlins. Adam Duvall's season, he has 38 home runs this season and 111 RBI, the most in the National League. Adam Duvall, your National League RBI leader right now with 111 RBI. I Man... 844 OPS so far with the Braves. Jorge Soler also an 848 OPS since coming over to the Braves. 12 homers and 29 RBI in only 51 games for them. They've been getting it done. You know, we we talk all year about like the Phillies lineup and and the guys who have and have not come through. And, you know, we have had some guys who have, have stepped in and done some nice things. You know, Matt Veerling recently has stepped in and done some nice things. Ronald Torres, of course, has stepped in and done some really awesome things for this team. But none of those guys have stepped in and done what Jorge Soler and, and Adam Duvall have done midseason for the Braves. Like, we have not had any of those guys. 12 homers in 51 games? We don't have anyone like that. Adam Duvall's got 38 homers, 111 RBI on the season. Phillies don't have anyone like that. And then you add that to Freddie Freeman and Dansby Swanson and Ozzie Albies and, and Austin Riley, and it's a potent lineup. It is way better. Than the Phillies lineup right now. Like, without question. So, the starting rotation's better. The lineup's better. And, oh, by the way, the Braves have been the best defensive team in baseball this year. They have the highest fielding percentage of any team in the sport. Tough spot, man. Tough spot. I mean, we've talked about it, but when you look at the standings and look at run differential, you know, not that it's be-all, end-all, obviously, because the Phillies are only two and a half games back, but... The Braves are 83 and 72 on the season. The Phillies are 81 and 75. But in terms of run differential, the Phillies have a run differential of minus five, which is creeping back up to, to zero. That would be cool. But they're minus five. The Braves have a run differential of plus 121. Plus 121. That is 126 runs better than the Phillies. 126 runs better than the Phillies in terms of run differential this season. I mean, that's. Insanity. I mean, that's you're getting close to a run a game. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the Braves have been a, a significantly better baseball team, and honestly, the Phillies are lucky to only be two and a half back. And and it's funny we say that because there are so many spots where you could say the Phillies blew opportunities, blew games where they 
could have put themselves in a better spot. But but ultimately, on a basic level, from a numbers perspective, the Braves have been a way better baseball team. And and when you look at the team, their bullpen's better, their defense is better, their lineup's better, their starting pitching's better. So it would make sense that they are the better team. They are the team that should be favored heading into the series, as they should be. As, again, it is a it is a tough spot. It would be a tough spot going to land on you to win two or three in this spot, and they get to win a three of three. So, you know, the Phillies are going to really need some guys to step up. And, and I think first and foremost, you know, the three guys we mentioned starting these games are going to have to step up the most. They need Zach Wheeler to to do what he's done all year. You need you need an ace game from Zach Wheeler tonight. You have to get this rolling in the right direction. If you lose tonight, it's over. You know, it's that quick. Lose tonight, it was a fun season. And you got your ace on the hill, a you know, top five Cy Young guy in the National League. They need Zach Wheeler to come out and, and deal. Bit of a bigger ask. You need Aaron Nolan, Kyle Gibson to deal too. And look, Gibson, um, you know, he's not the best. We, we've seen you know, He's not a, a stuff guy. He's not dominant or whatever, but he's a, he's a, a, a widely vet. You know, Gibson's going to go out and he's going to pitch for you. And he's going to keep you in the game, I think. It really, and, uh, you know, you need to hit. <laughs> Basic level, you need to hit to, to give these guys a chance. But, man, I, I go back to it and I just have so little faith in Aaron Nola against Max Freed. I mean, that just feels like a, a bad spot for the Phillies as Nola has just been unable to come through in September. And, and you know, I just don't know why in this spot, in the biggest of spots, you would expect him to. He didn't do it last season in those Marlins games, this and that. Like, it's just over and over and over again. You know, I don't know how you could expect Aaron Nola to, to come through, but they're going to need him to. You know, and, and Aaron Nola, tired of talking about September. Guess what, buddy? You got a chance to kind of shut it up. Like, it'll still be there. Your September area is what it is. It's not going to go away. But if Nola goes out, tomorrow, especially if they can win tonight and Nola goes out tomorrow and, and throws a gem and they win again, I mean, it'll still change some things. It'll be, hey, remember that time Nola actually came through? Like, it, it, it's a big spot, a big spot for Aaron Nola and a big spot for the Phillies. And then, of course, you know, offensively, this team needs to find a way to, to be better. You know, I know they won 5-7, but, you know, going up against a, a horrendous Pirates starter yesterday, a horrendous pen, like, they couldn't score. And look, I get it that that this is a lineup that is inconsistent because, you know, you go through the lineup, there's there's not guys you can really count on, right? I mean, you know, outside of Bryce Harper and Gene Segura on a night-to-night basis, there is not really much here to to get enthused about. There aren't many people who, when they step to the plate, you feel confident that they're going to come through for you. And, and of course, that's a concern. But... They're going to need it. They're going to need a, a lineup that's much more consistent, you know, because, again, if you can't count on Nola, if you can't count on, on Gibson to, to dominate, you know, if you're just going to get a, a whatever type of outing from him where he keeps you in a game, the only way keeping you in a game matters is if you score runs to be able to win said game. And this Phillies lineup is going to, to have to show up against a good pitching staff, against good starters, because... You're going to have to score runs to win this series, to win this, to miraculously come through and win this division. You got to score runs. And look, Bryce Harper is doing everything that man can do. He is on his way to an MVP season. This is a big spot for him, you know, because there's no one else we can really count on. There's no one else we can really count on. If Atlanta's smart, they're going to pitch around him and all that. But but Bryce has to. We need six more MVP games from him. He, he needs to step up because we can't count on anyone. It's unfair. It's unfair to ask all that we have asked of Bryce Harper this year, but 
it is what it is. Like, he is the guy. He is the offense. He's the one guy who is a catalyst for everything. So so they need Bryce to show up, and I, and I feel confident in that. But you also need some of these other guys to, to, to give you something. Like, I know that it's been an up-and-down year for Andrew McCutcheon, and that he's had some stretches of great baseball and some stretches of bad baseball. We need you, Andrew. Like, we need you. We need some pop this this week in, in Atlanta. We need someone who can hit the ball at the ballpark. Dee. We need you, buddy. I know you had that big homer the other night against Pittsburgh. Like, more of that. They need you. And JT, I mean, as the, the second highest paid guy in that lineup, boy, boy, does JT need to show up. JT needs to show up. You need some protection, mind Harper. These guys have to step up. You know, it's all nice with the Matt Veerlings and the Ronald Torreyses and these guys stepping up. And, and I appreciate them. And, and, you know, at a lot of times, where would be without certain guys? But, but this is it. This is the season right now. It's the most important series for a Philadelphia Phillies team since 2011. Your star's got a star. And even if they're not star with a capital S, your best player's got to show up. I expect Bryce Harper to show up. I expect Gene Segura to show up. He's hit. You know, he's gone through ups and downs, but but the dude's hit. Will JT Romuto show up? Is there any chance Didi Gregoria shows up? Will Andrew McCutcheon show up? Because without those guys showing up, they got no chance here. So it's kind of funny, you know, heading into this most important series of the season, we're talking about a season where it's like the guys who are the reason that they haven't just run away with this division are the guys who are going to have to play better this series to, to get them there. You know, the Aaron Nolas, the JT Romutos, Andrew McCutcheon, Didi, like, this is it. You know, coming into this season, the guys you, that, that we all thought you guys were, we need those guys. For a week. For one week. We need those guys to come through if this is going to happen. And again, I know it's unlikely, but it is possible. We are heading into this Brave Series with a, with a chance. It has been a long time since we have had a chance like this. And your star's got to show up. I need more from you guys. That, that's what it is. It's what it comes down to. Nola. Didi. JT. Andrew, like, we need you guys. Help Bryce out. What a magical thing it would be if, if this last week of the season we can just exercise all these demons. The stupid Marlins thing, like, end that. Not making the playoffs and wasting Bryce Harper's MVP season. Let's end that. Not taking advantage of an all-time bad division and, and winning the division. Let's end all these things that have made us so angry, so frustrated with this team this season, the ups and downs. Like, this week they can end it all. And it's in their hands. Almost. You need the Braves to lose one to the Mets or the Rockies. But otherwise, if you win out, it's in your hands. And if nothing else, if you win out, it's in your hands in that you will get a playoff game against the Braves. So the Phillies, you know, in a way, do control their own destiny. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like, you know, they are they are so unlikely to do this. But, but they do control their own destiny. If the Phillies can get hot and find a way to win out, they control their own destiny. That's something that we have not had here in a while. And again, I don't include last season. What a joke. This is a big one. And look, you know, again, I understand it's likely they don't get it done. But at least we're here on September 28th, heading into a series with a chance. That's something. That's something, and, and who knows? 
Maybe they make some magic happen. Maybe Aaron Nola doesn't suck. Maybe JT and Didi and those guys don't suck. Maybe. Again, I'm not counting on it, but but there is a real chance. And it starts tonight. And it starts with Zach Wheeler on the hill. At least we got that, right? You got to win this first one before you can win the win the rest. And we got Wheeler on the hill. So we got a chance to win this one. And we could take it game by game. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll react to the win. And then we win another. Maybe Aaron Nola doesn't suck. Then Gibby gives you a vet performance. You find a way to exercise these demons in Miami. It is possible. It is possible. There is reason to be excited this week. And if nothing else, it is going to be fun to watch the Phillies play meaningful games in late September. I forgot what that was like. So let's just hope and pray that they can not just play meaningful games, but but find a way to win some. Because could end this season a lot more fun than we expected. So, look, either way, it starts tonight, and it starts with Wheeler, and they have to win. So, must-win game tonight. We don't get to say that that often in baseball. Tonight is a must-win game. Hopefully, Zach Wheeler can go out and get it done. Either way, and hopefully it's a win, whatever happens. We'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So, until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.